Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thank you for listening today. May God richly bless you as we talk about kind of about Christmas for the next few days. I've got some uh, messages that I've dealt with, three different messages, which will be in two parts each, that all deal with uh, Christmas and the season, and the most important thing, Jesus Christ and the Word of God. And I hope they touch your lives. You certainly touch my lives by listening, and I, I my life by listening. And I pray that God blesses you abundantly, that you have a wonderful time with your family, you pray for those in need. This morning here at the radio station, we had a prayer time in the back room, and we were lifting up needs and praying, and how awesome it is to have a group of people here that love the Lord and want to lift up the name of Jesus. We pray that our radio station, that our, our programs that we have would touch lives. They wouldn't just be entertainment, but they touch lives, because I tell you what, I've got a lot of things that I can be doing other than this, if it's not touching lives. And I pray that God uses this for his glory and honor. And I thank you for listening. Our Heavenly Father, bless this day, bless this next week, the next couple weeks, all that goes on in our lives. May we honor you, may we put you first, and Lord, lead us, I pray. Thank you for the wisdom you give and continue to lead us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, the greatest birth in history, of course, of mankind took place and they called the baby Jesus. It was prophesied from years ago that a Messiah would come, and it would be Jesus, the Christ, the Son of the living God. It wasn't just an easy scene where all of a sudden, with a bolt of lightning, that Jesus appeared. It wasn't like on the show Mork and Mindy where Jesus arrived in a large eggshell. No. He came from the Holy Spirit of God via Mary's womb. Looking back, you can certainly see Joseph's struggle at first with this situation. It had, couldn't be easy. I mean, the reality of this, I think all of us would have struggled. There was shock, waves for Joseph. In fact, listen to the Gospel of Matthew, verses chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save the people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not cons consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Well, he had in his mind to divorce her because there was disbelief that she could possibly be pregnant. How does this happen? No relation? No, that's not normal. That doesn't work. That isn't the way biology lays it out. You know, we really put it into perspective, you know. Dad's put that into perspective. Can you imagine Mary's dad? I'm pregnant, but I have no relation with a man. Oh, come on, Mary. You know, that's not real. That's not true. Well, you know what? It made no sense because it was the Holy Spirit driven. A lot of things the Holy Spirit does in our life may not make sense to man, but because God puts it on our heart. 
It makes sense. The miracles we have seen this morning in our prayer time at the radio station. We were having a prayer time right before I came on the air. We talked about miracles. I talked about a miracle of a lady in our church, which I've had on the radio, who who was virtually about ready to be unplugged. But they didn't unplug her, and she had a heaven experience that was so incredible and a miraculous recovery, and today she's doing wonderful. You know, miracles still take place, folks. Some people say they were for years ago. Folks, I have watched personally miracles take place. I have been involved in immediate healings. Now, why it doesn't happen all the time, I certainly don't know. And I'll never know because I'm not God. But I know that they do happen, and I can believe and put my faith in God. And I know some people say, well, Pastor, pray for pray for this and miracle. And, and then we pray, and, and they're not healed or they die. And it's like, well, I thought God does all this. Well, probably is because of that attitude you just said is why it didn't happen. I thought God. So we, we have expectations, and if they're not met, then it's God's fault. People of God never blame God. He sees the big picture. Some people live for a ripe old age. Some people don't. Abraham Lincoln uh, was a man that loved God, and, and he stood up for the things of God. He was shot and killed at not even that old of an age. And it devastated the nation. Well, we don't know. We don't understand why. But we know this. We believe he's with God in heaven. We believe that that he believed in the Lord. And there's many things. You know, my father was a tremendous man of God. You hear me talk about him more than any one person on this radio show. He was a man deeply entrenched with his love for God. I mean, lived it daily. Led many, many, many people to the Lord. And he was healthy as any man on this planet until he came down with cancer at age 74, prostate cancer, and then it eventually took him at age 84. I honestly thought my dad had lived to be in the hundreds because he was never sick growing up. I mean, never, ever sick. And I, I think some of that was, well, of course, God, but two is they lived on a fruit ranch. My dad lived on fruit. He had fruit his entire life. But we don't know. We don't know the reasons. And my mother at 82, you know, she was – now, she wasn't healthy her whole life. She always had something wrong with her. But, man, did she ever want to go to heaven. She was so happy when she got the verdict that she was going to die in six weeks. You'd think she had uh, – you'd think she had just won a great big house for life, and she did. She won a mansion in heaven, and that's, uh, that's exciting. But, you know, folks, we don't know the reasons, but we know this. God is in control. Now, I, I must admit, I questioned many times uh, way back 27, 28 years ago when my son died in a car wreck at age five and a half. I questioned, God, how could this be? My son loved you, and he did. He loved Jesus mightily. And I've told you all the stories, so I'm not going to repeat them. If you're new, someday you'll hear them again. But my little boy loved Jesus with all his heart. And suddenly one day at five and a half years old, back in 1992, God took him home. And he's with the Lord today. And it was a struggle for me. It was a struggle. I would start looking at, well, Lord, if I sinned, what have I done? I have not lived right. I mean, I, I was blaming myself for not living perfectionately. Or, that's a new word, perfectionately. You like that? I put that in Tom's dictionary. But, you know, I, I was blaming myself. But you know what? God knows the picture. The Bible says the rain will fall on the just and the unjust alike. We don't know what's going to happen to people. We don't know why things happen to people like they do, and why people are martyred, why Stephen, a great man of God, was martyred, you know, and, and why Paul went through so much, and why uh, Peter was eventually hung upside down, crucified upside down. We don't know those things, but we know God is in charge, 
and we leave that in his hands. And you know, I went way off today, so I'm going to continue down the line of Joseph. It says, Joseph pondered these things, and the angel of the Lord came to him in a dream and explained it, and Joseph was attentive to the Lord. Very important point here. Joseph was attentive to the Lord. You know, that's really what he wants from us. He wants us to be attentive to the things of God. I think God would use us much more if we were attentive to seek and follow him and follow the Holy Spirit's nudging in our lives. I think sometimes we get going our own direction. We want it as the old song, we want it my way, yes, my way. And God saying, hey, I want it my way. And we need to, to give in to my way, to God's way, I mean. And Joseph did. I can tell you this, we face many distractions, as Joseph did. Every single one of us. Many today, you might be facing a distraction. You may be facing a tough decision. And you know what? Always lean on the side of the Lord. If you're sitting on a fence, and you know the Bible says, do not be lukewarm. If you're hot, be either, either hot or cold in Revelation. I always tell people this. I said, you know what? Always fall on the hot side. Be hot for the Lord. You know, lean, lean the way of the Lord because the way of the world is pretty easy. The, uh, the gate is very wide. The gate is very narrow to heaven. Well, here's a man trying to make a living. He is in love with this young woman named Mary and is looking forward to a long life together when suddenly he has to deal with this situation. He now is going to raise the son of Almighty God. Oh, boy, you talk about a tall order. But first he had to get out of Nazareth before everybody found out and would have caused a mess there. So they slipped off, and they trekked to Bethlehem some 90 miles away. And it doesn't say by donkey. A lot of people thought he went by donkey, but it doesn't say that. It says they just went, and, you know, and if it was a walk, it was going to be a quite a walk, 90 miles over that train. And I have been to that train. I've been from Nazareth to Bethlehem, and that was back when they had some roads. But back there, I'm sure there were just paths. So it wasn't an easy truck uh, track, especially with her being pregnant. And I'll talk more about that in another message I have coming up. This whole story is filled with interesting developments. But sure enough, prophecy was fulfilled and Jesus was born. And we know that the shepherds were watching their flocks at night. And suddenly the angels burst out on the scene. And now the weary souls had tremendous hope. You know, the world was laying in sin. And there was little hope for anything beyond everyday life until Jesus appeared and the soul felt his worth. And now there was a thrill of hope. And now there's great and glorious morning, as the song says. Our Savior is born, and today, and the, in the, this season, this Christmas season, represents that. The 25th of December, we know that he wasn't born on uh, the 25th of December. They believe it was probably sometime in April. But we celebrate that every year. And we set aside to remember the birth of our Lord and Savior. That should be the happiest birthday of the year. In our church, we take a missions offering every Christmas. We call it Christ's Birthday Offering. I encourage my people to give a gift uh, to the nature of what their largest gift might be to one of their kids or family members. Give that to God, and we give that, dedicate that to missionaries, and we send that over. Every year it's a pretty large offering, and I think we're honoring, trying to honor Jesus the best way we can. In the chorus, uh, we sing in the one song, says, Fall on your knees. I hear the angel calling. Fall on our knees. Folks, do we fall on our knees before Almighty God? You know, this is uh, we need to be prodded to worship the Lord. We need to wake up sleepers. In fact, Ephesians 5.14 says, Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Well, that's I'm going to finish with that today, but let 
the light of God shine on you today. He wants to use you. Remember the birth of Jesus and thank God for sending his only son to this world. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.